In this week's podcast, we're going to talk about the power in the blood of Jesus. Welcome to the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast, brought to you by Restoring the Foundations International. Our desire is to equip you with biblical truth to empower you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. For more, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. Now, here's your podcast. The power in the blood of Jesus has provided everything you and I need to live a life of victory, including redemption, fellowship, healing, protection, and authority over the devil. As Christians, we know about the blood. We sing hymns about it. We remember it during communion. But how many of us truly know how deep its power runs in all that is provided for us? Even more important, how many of us use it and apply it in our lives every day? From Genesis to Revelation, the words, the blood, are kept before our eyes, a reminder of its importance and significance to God and to us. The sacrifices of Abel, Noah, and Isaac, and the Passover lamb, and the giving of the law all came to pass, but not without blood, according to Hebrews 9.7. The blood symbolizes cleansing and purification, the settling of a matter. Now, God is love. And the greatest expression of his love towards us is the blood of Jesus. That love covers every need man has or ever will have. And every time we apply the blood, we experience an outpouring of his love. It is love through the blood that has created a barrier between you and all the works of the devil. Of all the glorious things that the blood means, this is one of the most glorious. His blood is the sign, the measure, yes, the impartation of his love. That was a quote from Andrew Murray. So the power of the blood of Jesus has provided everything you need. First of all, it provides redemption through the blood of Jesus. You know the story. Satan came to Adam's wife, Eve, and in the form of a serpent and deceived her into disobeying God. Adam followed suit and did what Satan told him to do instead of obeying God. When he did that, He made Satan his Lord. In bowing his need to Satan, Adam turned over the authority that God had given him. He made Satan the illegitimate ruler of the earth. From that day on, everything changed. With one trespass, death was passed on to all men. The earth and everything in it was suddenly cursed, and man was separated from God by sin. Sounds unfixable, right? Nope. God had a plan. His plan of redemption was the same as it was for Abel, Moses, and Noah. It would be through the shedding of blood. Such great redemption for all of mankind for eternity could not be accomplished through the blood of just a goat or a ram. Redemption of this magnitude required a much greater sacrifice, the blood of his son, Jesus. The greatest thing the blood of Jesus accomplished was this. It washed all your sins away and made you clean and pure. White as snow, as the scripture says. From the minute you receive Jesus as Lord of your life, God will not remember any past sin in your life. That's how powerful the blood is. The best part? You don't have to earn or pay for what has already been provided on the cross. In fact, you couldn't earn it, even if you tried. The best thing you can do is joyfully accept this free gift. In addition to being redeemed from sin, the blood also set us free from the curse of the law so that the blessing of Abraham might come upon us in Christ. 
So what is the curse? The curse is death, sin, sickness, disease, poverty, lack, depression, anything bad you can think of. Adam's treason gave Satan authority over the life of man. But because of the power of the blood of Jesus, the moment you made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, you were redeemed from the curse and Satan was put out of business. Amen? The second thing is we have fellowship with God through the blood of Jesus. Hebrews 10, 19 says, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus. When you think of fellowship, you likely think of time spent over coffee with a good friend or a day at the racetrack. Okay, the racetrack's not for everyone. Fellowship is closeness, a friendship. That's what we have with God, but it was bought with a price. Before Adam fell in the Garden of Eden, he had enjoyed fellowship and fellowship with God. After Adam's fall, sin separated us from this precious fellowship and could only be restored through the blood of Jesus. When you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you declare that you want to receive his fellowship and friendship, and the door is open for you to enjoy it. Because of the power of the blood of Jesus, you can come boldly into the presence of God. The blood of Jesus builds a mighty wall between sin and believers who've been made the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. Another word for fellowship is communion. One way we recognize that the blood provides the fellowship with God is through the taking of communion. Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. That's why communion is much deeper than a religious observance. It's a recognition of and fellowship with what God did for us through the blood of Jesus. You are a friend of God. The third thing is we have healing through the blood. By his stripes, we are healed. When you take communion, do you think of healing? Most Christians take the emblem of the blood and say, thank you, we're delivered from sin. And that's true. Praise God for it. But according to Isaiah 53, 4-5, Jesus' sacrifice covered every area of man's existence. He bore our spiritual torment for our sins, mental distress for our worry, care, sorrow, and fear, as well as physical pain for our sickness and disease. The stripes he bore and the blood he shed were for our healing. By his stripes, we are healed. God gave everything he had to redeem mankind from the curse. When we receive only part of his sacrifice, it's an insult to him. When we apply the blood of Jesus and receive its power, we need to remember to apply it in its fullness. Don't just receive and apply it halfway. Accept everything Jesus' sacrifice provided. If you fail to understand and receive the full power of the blood, you'll be missing out. Paul wrote, For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. If you don't need healing today, the blood of Jesus is free and without side effects. You don't need a prescription, you don't need an appointment, and you don't have to check with your insurance company. Jesus provided it all through the blood. You can appropriate the blood of Jesus for your healing today. The fourth thing that the blood gives us is protection. We have protection through the blood of Jesus. In Exodus, after nine devastating plagues, Pharaoh still refused to let God's people go. So God sent a final plague, one of judgment, to smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt. As sons of Adam, Satan knew the children of Israel had broken covenant with God and were also due judgment. God could protect them, but not without blood. 
They had a covenant relationship with God through Abraham, but they needed to stand in covenant in that covenant. They needed to choose the covenant over the curse. So God instructed them to take the blood of the lamb and paint it on their doorposts. They did, and the angel of death passed them by. Was it really the blood of the lamb that stopped them from being killed? No, it was the blood of the lamb, Jesus, who was slain from the foundation of the world. The blood of the lamb is inexhaustible and never ending. It is an unlimited supply. When we apply the blood of Jesus to the doorposts of our lives in faith, we access the power to defeat every part of the curse that tries to take residence. When you speak the name of Jesus in the face of sickness, disease, or danger, the blood of the lamb is behind it, and you are protected. The fifth thing is there is authority over the devil through the blood of Jesus. There is someone who knows, maybe even better than you do, the power and authority given to you by the blood of Jesus. He will do anything to make sure that you never find out. He will try to keep you distracted and send people or ideas to confuse you and plant seeds of doubt that are operating. You can probably guess from this description who it is. It's the devil. In fact, if there is anyone who has anything to lose by your finding out the truth, it's him. Well, his day is done. You are about to put him right under your feet where he belongs. What happens when believers find out about the power of the blood of Jesus? In my terms, it is game over. The enemy loses. Faith in the blood of Jesus produces great results. So when you receive the revelation that the blood of Jesus has provided redemption, fellowship, healing, protection, and authority over the devil, you will begin to operate in the fullness of its power. The power of the blood of Jesus is enough to overcome everything coming against you. This is how you live a life of victory in Christ, and it's the life Jesus died to give you. Be blessed and remember, Jesus is Lord. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the blood of Jesus. We don't want to take it for granted. We don't want to take it um, because it's something we've heard before and not really garner the significance, the power, the price that was paid for us to have the blood of Jesus. And Lord, I ask you to teach each one of us how to walk in that place of applying the blood on a daily basis, uh, that blood of protection, the blood of, of redemption, the blood of healing, the blood of provision, all the ways that you, uh, through your blood, all the things you give us through the blood of Jesus. Lord, help us to walk in the fullness of what Jesus Christ did for us. So again, I just thank you for the blood. I thank you for the power in the blood. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us on the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast today. We pray you are blessed and equipped with biblical truth, empowering you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. To learn more about the ministry of Restoring the Foundations International, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode.